Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Hello and welcome to Marie Menu Cherry Show. I'm live here in Seattle. It's noon. So happy afternoon if you're on the Pacific Northwest. Wherever you happen to be in the rest of the world, I hope that your day, evening, night is blessed. I'm, being on the radio is one of my absolute favorite things. And our audio engineer is Eric. So welcome, Eric. Good afternoon, Marie. You sound a little different today. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, I'm at home, oh, but not okay. in the studio. I sent Alyssa in. Uh, so she's you know answering the phones and answering people's questions when they call in or, you know, taking information about them mm-hmm. so I can answer their intuitive questions anyway. Uh, yeah, I'm leading on a tiny vacation tomorrow. I'm going to be heading to Palm Desert. Excellent. And I just have too many things to do to drive into the studio, so I thought I would call in. Well, no problem. We're, we're glad that uh, you were able to find a way to do a live show today because obviously our callers want to talk to you. We've got uh, a few people on the line. And if you don't mind, I'm going to give out the phone numbers here before we go any further because we do have one line open. Wonderful. So if uh, you want to call in today and talk to Marie, you can at 425-373-5527 or toll-free 877-825-8828. That's 877-825-8828. You know, Eric, I love intuition and psychic phenomena, and I love, I'm talking about it, as you know, Mm -hmm. but I also love just regular life. I think it can be just as entertaining as the psychic realm, and I've been reading just briefly about um, Mitt Romney's foreign policies, or at least the views that Biden has of it, which are not flattering. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, one would expect, since you know he's in the opposing party and right. he's the vice president, and uh, if Mitt Romney succeeds in getting elected, of Joe Biden's out of a job, so he's, <laughs> he's got plenty of reasons to. I hadn't even thought about that. Although I thought he was very creative, you know, um, basically saying that if Romney were to be president, that we would go back to our old ways and maybe invade another country Mm. before we even ask questions and go back to being at war when Obama's worked so hard to get us out of war. Well, and and that's debatable because he also got us in another war um, right, you know, not too far away from Iraq, you know, so in throwing distance in a way. Um, But I thought that was quite clever. I mean... I mean, we don't know who's going to proclaim war at any time as a president. Right, right. But, that, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, but it, it does seem like um, Romney is uh, uh, all too eager to be lock, stock, um, and barrel. I'm not sure. Really? Yeah, to be to be really in line with um, Republican, uh, the, the Republican Party and conservative. Uh, ideas on everything, whether it be foreign policy or domestic policy or whatever. So, you know, wouldn't it surprise me too much if we ended up in in another war if he was president? Well, you you know, um, and that's a scary thought. In fact, if I wasn't a diehard liberal raised by hippies, (laughs) which I I was, I would definitely be voting for the blue team. Because war just sounds, to me, I mean, I just think we're, we're just much more mature than that. Yeah, we can be 
more creative, we can figure it out. You know, if we can send people to the moon and and find tonics that help people live a full life with AIDS virus, Mm -hmm. I think we can figure out how to bring peace to even the most complicated regions of the world. Um, Also, right next to the news that I've been reading, they have this little Twitter feed. And I thought this was quite hysterical because, you know, the Secret Service has been in the news lately. Mm-hmm. They've been a little too frisky. <laughs> um, That's one way to put it. <laughs> yeah, which doesn't look good for our foreign policy as it Democrats. Does not look good. It doesn't look good for anybody, it anyway. It doesn't. And this Twitter feed was adorable. It was a, a, retreat, a re- retreat from someone that said, I bet the Secret Service hates take your child to work day. You know, this is not a good time to be taking your kid to work if you're the Secret Service. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I think, you know, obviously our nation has a lot to learn about all kinds of things from how to perform at work and abroad. Well, I would just say, you know, if you're, if you're a member of an organization that is supposedly secret, <laughs> hence the name, <laughs> yeah. Secret Service, and you, and you do something that's going to be frowned upon in this country, like, say, hire a prostitute, <laughs> right. just go ahead and pay that prostitute. <laughs> so. So Actually, that it's not going to get <laughs> yeah. I was saying that to Alyssa, and she was telling me ex- exactly the fees, and of course this doesn't sound like a very spiritual conversation, but it is interesting, just as interesting as it's a psychic realm, believe me. Right, right. Um, and yeah, that they were not even paying really great fees, but yeah, I, I would definitely, if I were well, among that group, I would be bringing out my wallet and um, looking for some more national security funds <laughs> for that country, that's for sure. Yeah, it, well, it just, it, it seems like this is part of the reason why this got leaked to the press or why it blew up in the press is that uh, some of the Secret Service agents uh, were uh, arguing over whether they should pay. Oh, my goodness Now, now prostitution is legal, apparently, in oh. Colombia. So they weren't breaking the law, oh. but you you. If you're, again, part of something that's secret. <laughs> yeah. And you're representing our country. And you're representing our country. Yeah. Well, you should really just pay, yeah. <laughs> pay your bill and shut your mouth and move on. <laughs> yeah. Well, life is very interesting no matter what side of the divide we're on, whether we're on this side in the earth plane or on the other side, which it can also be incredibly interesting. True enough. Yes, yeah, true enough. So why don't we go ahead and go to our phone lines and take our our callers um, questions and see what they have to say today. All right, let's pop down to California, where I know you're going to be fairly soon. I know, yes, you're so right. I'm going to be in Mountain View, California, about 20 minutes outside of San Francisco on May 11th and 12th, leaving the morning of Mother's Day on the 13th to come home and have brunch with my kids. Um, And I will be doing a book signing on Friday evening there, a talk for free and a book signing. And then I will be doing an all-day workshop on the 12th on intuitive health. And I look so forward to being in the sunny state of California. All right. Well, uh, hopefully you'll get a chance to meet Sharon, who's on the line with us now. Lovely. (laughs) Hi, Marie. How are you today? Great. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Um, I am participating in your online class, which sounds true. Thank you. I'm having so much fun with that class. Me too. And it's so interactive. You know, you're, you're answering to our questions and the host is wonderful. It's just been really enjoyable. Oh, I'm so uh, glad that you like it, and thank you so much for taking the uh, tuning to the Unseen World course. Yeah, um, it's interesting because what I've learned on there, um, it's totally rocking my world, what I thought and how I had everything in nice compartments, as you know. Right. Um, is, you know, it's almost like I've had to just clean off the table 
and wow. go, okay, let's let all that be and just be present and listen. Wow. You know, one of the things I, I love about teaching is that I learn, too. I, I learn a ton um, when I'm teaching, obviously from the questions that people ask me. But my guides, all of our guides are having a conversation with us, you know, when we're in such a, a class like that, not to mention the fact that we're having class at night right. on the astral plane together because I've decided, I, I, I don't know why I don't do this for all my classes, I will obviously in the future, but that since we're not really needing physically for an hour for six weeks, um, a, you know, a week, I, I decided that we should be in the astral plane learning together in our subconscious. Well, I finally got a, a good night's sleep last night for the first time <laughs> since you started teaching on the astral. And I couldn't figure out what, why I tired sleeping. And then you said, hey, this is what I'm doing. I know. I'm so sorry about the lack of sleep. It is. Oh, un- no, it's okay. It's no, okay. It's, it's a side effect. And, yeah. and one of the things I learned, and I, I can't wait to hear your question, but I, I found this phenomenal and why it hadn't actually come to my awareness before, I have no idea, but that choosing to live in a physical body, in a physical reality where there's a veil, you know, of course, to me it looks like a placenta that surrounds the earth plane and makes it difficult to get insight that we're meant to be guided. You know, yes. we're meant to have spirit guides and angels and other beings from other dimensions to come be with us and to guide us. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, like a, it's like an agreement we make, and it's fascinating that it, it, we're just now once again coming to that place in our awareness collectively. And it's well, quite and it definitely feels very natural to have them assist. On a regular basis. I'm so happy. Um, yeah. So, uh, my question today is about uh, my massage practice. Okay. Um, I do um, a lot of energy work during my practice and um, can get pretty deep with the client. Um, I'm interested in bringing in some um, tuning forks mm-hmm. and working with those. Um, also, um, possibly looking into um, doing Reiki also. Sure. And I was just wanted to know what you saw, if that, you know, do both, do, it's, I feel like I'm already transmitting the energy anyway, that the Reiki would really help intensify that and, and bring maybe more clarity to what I'm seeing and feeling. Right. What I heard when you said you had a massage practice is, before you mentioned the energy work is that you're already doing energy work, yes. which I think a lot of massage therapists do, but you're even doing it, you're really doing like 80% energy work and 20% massage. I'm sure your hands are moving and the muscles are getting what they need, but your mind and your spirit and your heart are actually an energy medicine. Yes. So I think you need to make the transition. Well, and this is why you appeared in my life. Oh, great. To make this transition. Um, Great. So how do I do that? (laughs) Well, uh, on the physical level, you've already done it. Your heart, your mind, your spirit are already there. You know, Uh your presence is really more and the cellular activity that's going on in the patient's body. And since you've been doing more energy work, and of course I don't know when that started to happen, maybe three years ago, mm-hmm. have you noticed your client complaining that they're not getting massaged? No. Right. No. Have you actually noticed more compliments? Um, they're, they, they pretty much go, wow. <laughs> I don't know what you did, but... I was seeing stuff, and I really love. <laughs> and they transform from the time they come sure. in the door. They look a certain way, and when they leave, they're like this vibrant. They lose like twenty years off their life. I know, isn't it amazing when people get up from a, a table after they've had oh, energy gosh. work? They look younger. I know it. Yeah, really and that's what, okay. That's really my secret reason why I do energy work, so that I will look young. I'm just kidding, <laughs> but it's definitely um, a, 
perk. Uh-huh. So obviously the only part of you that is kind of holding yourself back and pretending that you're not an energy worker <laughs> is part of your human personality. Okay. And I think that you have to have a chat with yourself about the fears that you have regarding that because there has to be some fear that either it's going to affect your livelihood negatively when obviously and thankfully, honestly, your clients are happier with the transition you've already made. Right. And so right. if you tell them, I just, I've decided to strictly do energy work, and I'm sure you're going to do a little bit of massage in there anyway, just uh-huh. because you're going to find spots and pieces. Uh-huh. And, and what I've noticed, and I'm not a massage therapist, and I do get a massage almost every week, by the way, I think it's a, a necessary Thank you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Experience, I really do, um, is that sometimes my clients, when they sit at the table, they feel like they've been massaged mm-hmm. because the energy is going through their fascia and their subcutaneous tissue and their muscles and it's being released, the, mm-hmm. the kinks and all of that. So I think you just have to need, a, you need to sit down, all the parts of you that are already on board, and talk to that human personality part that's scared. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, there's that piece of that I don't have enough information. It's like I would like to know more anatomy and when I'm trying to I connect mean, things. <laughs> you're so adorable. <laughs> However, However. What, I, what I remember from, I have a lot of people in my life who are massage therapists, your anatomy was harder than mine. Uh-huh. I mean, maybe you want some more physiology, uh-huh. but you know the bones and muscles. I mean, we, we just studied the basic bones. I mean, okay. you had to memorize every muscle in the body, and you know what muscles are what next to what organs. Okay. So you've already had that. So, again, that's your human personality that's terrified for some interesting reason that you need to start having a conversation with because I don't think that's a logical complaint. Okay, so but how about this complaint? That about this the anatomy. Is, this is my um, source of income. Right, which, <laughs> which was the first one that I brought up. I said, you know, fear of being able to continue your livelihood. Right. When, since you've been doing energy work, your clients think it's amazing. Mm-hmm. So I don't see where the problem is. They haven't stopped coming to see you. Probably more people have come to see you because of the fact that you've integrated energy work into uh-huh. your massage. So I think that you have to... Look at that fear. Be completely honest with yourself about it. You know, make sure you're not telling yourself false stories that are based in fear, Uh not based in reality. And then I think you have to take a leap of faith. Okay. That's what I think. But why don't you ask your guides about it, your your unseen allies? I mean, you already have been talking to them about it, and they already have told you what to do. I have. I have. It's interesting because I have these three that I call them my celestials, and they Aww. have recently come in, in the last few years teaching me this higher vibration of energy. Perfect. And, um, and, they, and a lot of times when my mind goes, they just put their finger up and just go, shh. Oh, I love it. Quiet, Sharon. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> and, and you know what you can do, and I love that, that guidance. We all need that guidance, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, is, is to have a conversation with your all your allies, you know, because some of us are more aware of all the beings that are around us beyond even spirit guides, and ask them to start giving you affirmation about this transition. Oh, okay. So that when your mind starts to go, oh, my God, I'm going to be broke and no one's going to come see me, which is not true. Uh-huh. Um, in fact, you, maybe you'll make more money because as your, as your intuition increases, your clients are already blown away by some of the things you say, Um, as your intuition increases, you know, you may feel that that's another asset that you brought to the table so that you can actually charge more money as well. Right. Right. Right? But let them help you feel 
other than the fear. Okay. The truth. Yeah, the truth. The truth. Okay. Yeah. Fabulous. Fabulous, fabulous. Well, I'll see you on the astral plane tonight as we continue our six-week yes. course to tune into the unseen world. Yes. Thank you so much. You're I appreciate welcome. it. Have a great day in California. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, Marie, you want to take a break or go to our next caller? Actually, you have a question, because I know Alyssa told me that someone wrote in about one. Do you want to do your question, and then we'll go to a break? Sure. Uh, it's uh, We should clarify, it's not my question. Right. This is <laughs> this is a question from a listener uh, who wrote into the show and uh, wrote into your blog on your website, energyintuitive.com. And uh, her name is Catherine, and she says, Dear Marie, I visited a dear friend six months ago and then again recently. During my first visit, a precious vase uh, or vase fell off a shelf at my friend's fiancé's house in the middle of the night and shattered. Just before my recent visit, a similar incident occurred again in the fiancé's home overnight. In addition, during my first visit, a gust of wind blew my coffee cup off a table and it shattered. (laughs) What does this mean? Is there a <laughs> well, certain type of energy that is making this happen, such as loved ones on the other side? I hope it's not me. Thank you, Catherine. <laughs> well, thank you, Eric. Uh, you know, the part that's her is that the loved ones from the other side know that she's going to recognize that it's more than a gust of wind or a slight tremor that makes a vase fall off a shelf. Um, and so the house is basically haunted, but not really, you know, because I really don't believe in haunting story to speak. In fact, I'm reading a fabulous book that I can't really, I can't say the name about it right now, but I'm reading this lovely book that will be released from Sounds True this fall. It's wonderful and talks about so many things about um, ESP. Um, And so what's happening is that the house is active with people on the other side, not ghosts, but these people aren't, well, there might be one trapped, actually, one person who's still in the astral plane that hasn't moved to the other side. But the house is very alive with beings from the other side, friendly, kind, beings who know that um, Catherine actually will know that when a vase falls down or a gust of wind blows a copy cup cup off of a shelf where the fiancé, her friend's fiancé, is kind of oblivious to it, and they're trying to get his attention, actually. So what I would ask Catherine to do is um, the next time she's in the home or if she wants to even just meditate because she doesn't have to be in the home to understand what's going on or to get information is to meditate on getting a message for the fiancé from the beings who were making some little messes in the house. So that's what I would recommend. All right. And so we're going to take a break here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show, and we'll be right back. Everybody stay tuned for more of the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We'll be right back. You made it. It's 2012 and the earth didn't collapse into nothingness. So what are your plans? You could go on as you have, or you could take advantage of these expanding times and learn how to ride the wave of happiness right here, right now. Riding the wave of happiness is a two-hour class taught quarterly on Thursday evenings at the Redmond Town Center Marriott. Come join in on the fun. Upcoming dates include May 17th and August 16th. Register online at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. 
Tune in to Manson Mitchell at our new times. Friday mornings at 10 and back by popular demand. Saturdays at 11 a.m. Weekday or weekend, the A-Team of Alternative Talk brings you good gab and great guests. We make talk radio fun again with topics from pop culture to the paranormal with a little politics on the side. That's Manson Mitchell now Friday at 10 a.m. and back on Saturday morning at 11 on Alternative Talk 1150. For those of you who live in the San Francisco area, Marie is headed your way. She will be giving a free chalk and book signing at the East West Bookstore in Mountain View, California on Friday, May 11th, followed by an interactive workshop on intuitive health Saturday, May 12th. Marie looks forward to meeting some of her California listeners. Register online at eastwest.com or call 605-988-9800. Are you looking for the best skincare treatment in the Pacific Northwest? Sick of regular spa facials that don't address the problems you seek to correct? Dermaspace, home of the iDerm Facial Treatment, was recently voted Best Facial in Western Washington for 2011 by King 5 Evening Magazine viewers. A frequent guest of the Marie Manuchuri Show, Jody Leon has brought one of Hollywood's best-kept skincare secrets to the Pacific Northwest. This is Skin Detox at its best. Cleanse, hydrate, rejuvenate. Perfect for men and women of all ages who wish to address problem skin in addition to its amazing anti-aging benefits. It's physical therapy for your skin. The Iderm Facial Treatment has been used by A-list celebrities and clientele of all walks of life for over 70 years. Jody Leon, skin guru and owner of Dermaspace, is proud to be the only licensed esthetician certified to perform the Iderm Facial Treatment in the Pacific Northwest. For more information and to book online, visit Dermaspace.com. That's Dermaspace.com. Or call 206-849-6620. Radio with no added hormones or preservatives. All natural alternative talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back to Marie Menu Cherry Show. We are live in Seattle. Uh, I won't talk about the weather because, of course, I'm heading tomorrow morning, very early in the morning, to Palm Desert uh, to lay by the pool, get a tan with a lot of sunscreen because my skin is quite light, and to go shopping. That's my plan. I'm going to be with my oldest daughter. And, and you know, Eric, my plan when I shop with my oldest daughter, Mariam, is to make sure that I don't buy clothes that are too young for me. <laughs> um, she's got great taste, and, and of course, she's half my age. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I have a skirt in my closet right now that I, if I'm going to wear it, I'm probably going to have to consume a few glasses of wine first <laughs> that we bought just recently. So I'm, I'm holding it out for New Year's Eve. Otherwise, I'm going to have to donate it to some younger people. It's quite cute, but a little too short. I'm sure you'll look fabulous in that, but my recommendation would be stay out of any store that's got the, the number 21 in the, yeah. in the title. One of her favorite stores. <laughs> Once you get past 30, maybe wherever 21 isn't the right store. I don't know. That's just a guess. You're so cute. I've never yes. been and, in there. And she's good at talking me into it. Oh, Mom, you look great in that. Okay, yeah, maybe, but, you know, it's a little bit too much skin showing, uh, you know, for my age, I think. Uh, so here we are um, back on the air. I wanted to um, remind people that, yes, I'll be in California on the 11th and 12th, but I'll be in Sun Valley, Idaho, one of my favorite places, um, for the Sun Valley Wellness Festival. I'll be teaching a class on May 25th. It's a Friday, 
between 1 and 4 on communicating with your spirit guides. And then I'll be doing a, a talk on intuitive healing um, and also some answers and book signings between 3.45 and 5 on May 26th. And then if you happen to be hanging out in Sun Valley, what am I, I mean, really, I wish I could live there part-time. Have you ever been there, Eric? I have not. Oh, it's gorgeous. And everyone there is very chill and cool. They remind, it reminds me of Seattle. It's very laid back and very chill. I love it. I will be doing a more formal book signing um, with uh, Susie Russell Hall's um, beautiful representation of her artwork based on the book's illustrations at the Friesen Gallery. My dear friend, Andrea Friesen, is um, displaying, of course, Susie Russell Hall's artwork. And then I'll be doing a book signing between 5 o'clock and 8 p.m. on Saturday, May 26th. So if you happen to be hanging out in Sun Valley, we have three opportunities to uh, see each other or... Um, I'll be at one of the local coffee shops throughout the weekend getting some tea. Just chilling with the chill people? Just chilling. Just chilling. Now we're talking like the kids, and maybe we should be shopping at Forever 21. Maybe. Maybe I just got to keep those short (laughs) skirts. (laughs) So why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines? Let's do it. Let's talk to Stacy in Muckleteo. Great. Hi, Stacy. How are you? Hi, Marie. I'm great. I am a first-time caller, and oh. I'm just am so thankful for you. <laughs> so, um, my question actually is um, surrounds my career. Mm-hmm. Uh, about two years ago, I made a really huge and significant change in my personal life and moved across the country. Um, things are going very well with that, but um, my career, I'm looking to move out of the traditional workforce right. and into something a little more um, energetic and intuitive. And I'm not sure exactly where I should be going (laughs) with that. Um, My interest really lies with working with uh, death and dying. And um, so I'm just trying to see if you have any insight or something that can help me um, kind of guide or direct me. Sure. Uh, First of all, welcome. I'm glad that you've called into the show. Thank you so much. And the first thing your guides said to me is that you need a sabbatical. Like, you need a break. Mm. Like, you're tired and you're worn out, even though most people will not know that by looking at you because you run a lot of energy in your body, but the energy that you have currently in your body is fairly stressed and exhausted. Mm-hmm. So you need to replenish. And okay. and that's not your normal MO. You know, you jump from one thing to the next pretty quickly. Right. <laughs> and they say that, and, and I agree 100%, and this is that part about what so wonderful to allow ourselves to be guided, um, is that in order to be able to move into that place of receptivity about what's in your best interest for a career change, you need to rest. Allow the stagnant energy and the frayed, you know, exhausted and hyper energy that's been in your body to leave your, your body, which could take a period of time, could even take a couple months. Okay. Three months is actually what I'm getting. Um, and, and, you know, that, that doesn't have to be in stone. Everyone's unique and gets to make their own decisions for their life. But it's like you need three months of really great relaxation and just chilling and coming back to yourself so that as you attune to other energies, which is your choice and your desire, you'll be able to recognize, oh, my gosh, that's where I need to be. Not from hyper, fast-running energy because that's not very calm, and the universe communicates that to us through harmony and peace. Okay. And and when we tend to run our energy, you know, because you like to get a lot of things done in a very short period of time, which I appreciate, and so has your employer, you know, or whomever you work for yeah. or whatever, they, they've appreciated that. But 
the new space that you want to move into doesn't have that type of energy. Okay. You know, like how I work today is not how I used to run down the hospital floors, you know, grabbing IVs and medication. Sure. You know, answering stat pages and, you know, it's a very different frequency. And so your body needs to move into a new frequency that is actually you're well suited for. That's why you really don't even want to go back to work for one more day. You know, (sighs) you don't want to go there. And so if you and your partner can, you know, if you can financially swing it, I would love it if you took some time off. Okay. Yeah. And then I don't think there's going to be a problem with you. And I know I'm not giving you the answer that you want because you like answers, facts, move along, next, you know, kind of response. And I appreciate that. We live in a physical world. I get that. Right. Right. I'm not worried about where you're going to be heading. I'm not worried about that at all. I just think that in order for you to be guided in a way that feeds you and gets you on that fast track in a healthy, calm, harmonious way, you need to chill first. Okay. So that's what I would recommend. And you're going to learn so much in that chilling, and you're going to be so grateful that you took it, and you're going to be going, oh, my gosh, why didn't I do this sooner? And I know I actually, that was, it has been so prominent on, in my thoughts for the past week. It's just like, I just want a break. I just need a break. <laughs> and you know what? Some people don't realize, um, even myself, I forget about this too at times, is that when you get guidance, that's where you need to go next so you can get to point X, Y, and Z. It's like it's like some people, and this may sound very interesting, this is not related to you at all, um, but some people need to quit a job that would be related to you, leave a relationship or move across the country before they can walk into the rest of what's mm-hmm. in their highest good because the energy has to switch to support them. And for you, it would be a sabbatical. They literally call it a sabbatical. <laughs> right, right. But it's just lovely. So follow your, your beautiful guidance. You're absolutely correct, and everything else will follow after that. It's not an immature, irresponsible move. It's a very wise, self-directed healing move for you. Thank you so much. Can I ask you one more question? Sure. Um, How many guides do I have? Yeah, I I think you have seven, although you're in a little bit of a rotation now because you are making some shifts. And quite frankly, your guides didn't think you were going to make this shift because you you used to be like a a climber in, in your work. Yes. you know and so now you want to like drop out and and so your guides weren't necessarily prepared for this change in free will um that we all have we all get to make a game change whenever we want to so you currently have seven guides which means to me that having a spiritual practice is very important for you like a daily practice of some sort for you um, but you're going to get some more um soon because they're going to be helping with the game change that goes along with the sabbatical so you'll have a different number probably during your sabbatical Wonderful. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much, You're Marie. You're welcome. Have a beautiful day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Let's move on to our next caller. We're going to go all the way to France and talk to Christine. Oh, my goodness. Hi, Christine. Hi. How are you? Oh, I'm glad. I'm so glad to talk to you, Mary. <laughs> me too. You know, I'm thinking of coming to France for a vacation. So oh, you'll have to tell me your favorite places. You'll have to email okay, them to me. Okay, I will. <laughs> okay. What can I do for you today? Oh, I just wanted a general reading, if you could, Great. and yeah. uh, tell me how many guides. Sure, the oh. guides and general reading. Have you been depressed lately? Uh, a little bit, yes. Okay, because the first thing I felt 
you know, when with sorrow, when I um, yes. moved into your energy field and then I wrote out the word depressed. When I do readings with people that I'm not, you know, looking at with my physical eyes, I actually draw and write and make notes the whole time. The, the first thing I want to say regarding your body is you have a gorgeous crown chakra, very stunning. Um, oh, thanks. Really, and you have a very active third eye. And and I think part of, and I don't know exactly what happened that created this, the sorrow in your life, um, but one of the things on an energetic level that is not helping the sorrow is that you tend to be divided. Like right below your heart chakra, there's like an energetic division. So from your fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh chakra, it, you know, there's more bright light, there's happiness, you enjoy those chakras. They're like your favorite. Yeah. And then chakras three, two, and one, not so much. Mm, and so there's this... It makes sense. Does it make sense? Yes, it does. And the, the, the first and second and third chakra, they are part of the foundational pieces. You know, they're about survival, they're about daily life, and they're about the feelings we have for ourselves. So they're considered primal chakras. And I would love it if you spent more time in that lower half of your body because I think you'll clear out the depression that's kind of been on and off again in your life, in my opinion. Um, uh, yes. Yeah. It has, yes. And so uh, it you, has pardon? these last few months only. Before that, I was always quite joyful, but... Uh, oh. <sighs> and so even, like, in your history, like, 10 years ago, um, you didn't have depression? I've, I've never been diagnosed, but I had uh, low moments, yes. Yeah. And that's a, that's another way to call it. It's fine. You know, we don't have to call it depression. It's just... Depression it's, it seems a bit too much because I'm always deep down, uh, uh, what can I say, trustful. Uh-huh. Deep down. Mm-hmm. Trustful, you said? Yes. Yeah. Well, well the, what it feels like to me is that there's issues that even reside from childhood, and they're low. And, and I'm not saying they're any worse than anyone else's, but you're yeah. a very sensitive person. And so when things happen in your life that don't feed your soul or that you mm-hmm. feel are outside of the realm of how people are supposed to act or be, it hurts you, and it's hard for you to get over it. It's hard for you to let go of it. So I just kind of see this wave of, we'll just say, low times in in your being where you're mm. affected by these outside influences that could be close to home, like family or friends or acquaintances. Yeah, but the thing is I've just moved back uh, closer to my parents, and mm. it's quite difficult. Mm-hmm. And uh, I left 20 years. I was always in contact, always went to see them, but I moved back close to them to take care of them in a way. Right. And it's, uh, I'm trying not to be judgmental and just be it's, there for them, but it's very difficult. We 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 don't connect. Right, right. And and you won't, <laughs> you know, because... Yeah, and, and probably. So, no, you won't. I mean, yeah. you can on a different level. So this is the fun part about if you can spend a little bit more time in the first, second, and third chakras, just be present. I will. Great. Then you'll clear out the disappointment and the sorrow that, you know, having family members that are not on the same page as you, which, by the way, that's not unusual. It's kind of common. In fact, the other side says to me all the time how they think it's, and they don't really think it's funny, but they think it's kind of humorous in a way, how much pressure humans put on themselves and their family relationships. And and they think it's almost comical that we assume, because we share DNA with certain people, that we're supposed to have these deep, bonded, amazing relationships, and they were so disappointed when we don't. And, and what they have told me is that 
DNA is not a precursor to having unconditional loving relationships. Sometimes we share DNA with people simply so we can get here and be in a body. And many yeah. times so we can have our buttons pushed so we can do our inner work. So what we have decided as family based on DNA is not an accurate analysis of family because real family bonds are people many times who are not related to us who adore and cherish and love us unconditionally. Yes, I agree. Yes. Right. I do have friends like that, yes. So here's what I suggest, and this is yes, going to help a lot. <laughs> this is going to help a lot, is that um, I would love for you to, you know, especially since you're spending time with your family, to detach from this ideal of what family is supposed to be because it's not realistic, in my opinion, for who we are consciously as a race of people. And, and try to just have superficial relationships with your parents. That's the only way they know how to relate with you anyway. Mm. And, and so if you go to the level that they can relate with you, you can have a lot more fun rather mm. than trying to take them to a level that they cannot be at with you or anyone else. And then for you to feel disappointed again that they can't meet you in that soul place. It's, it's not the reason why you all came together this time. So just okay. yeah, just lighten it up and and try not to take it too seriously, and <laughs> just be perfectly fine with having a superficial relationship with them. Okay. Okay. And Could you I have ask eight one guys. More question? Yes. yes. How many guys? Eight. I've been trying to connect with them. Oh. Well, really, um, I, really, really all the time. <laughs> well, um, one of the best ways to to really allow that to happen is to feel. The, that it already happened, but you've already have this great relationship with your guys, and you're just so grateful for the connection. That's yeah. one of the best ways to manifest. But you have eight, which is a lucky number. And despite some of the lows that you may have felt in your life, you are a very fortunate person. And I, oh, great, you are. <laughs> and I hope that you feel that way, or begin to recognize that you are. And your parents are very lucky to have you because you are a compassionate person, and you truly do care. So they're lucky that they get to have you during this time in their life. Okay. Well, Mary, thank you very much. You're welcome, and um, have a beautiful day in France. Yes, you too, and hope to see you in France one day. I would love that. Thank you so much for calling. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks. You're welcome. All right. Well, we're going to go from France all the way to Indonesia. Wow. It's a very international show today. Let's talk to Maya. Hi, Maya. Hi, can you hear me okay? I can. How are you? Yes. Oh, I'm doing well. Thank you. How Wonderful. Are you oh, great. Thank you. So what time of day is it in Indonesia oh. right now? <laughs> I set my alarm for 3 o'clock in the morning. Oh, well, bless <laughs> so you. So now it's 3.45. Bless yeah. you. <laughs> so what can I do for you? So I'm calling to sort of get a general reading like the last caller and find out about my spirit guides and if there's time to see what, if my dad has anything to say to me. Okay. All right. Um, I'm going to start with your spirit guides because they're kind of yelling at me right now, <laughs> okay. which is lovely. Um, I think you have nine guides, which is a conclusion number, meaning that um, that you're not going to spend that many more lifetimes on the earth plane. So, you know, you've, you've kind of, you've done a lot here, you're an old soul, and coming here may not serve you in the future because there are certain concepts of, of human reality that just do not at all gel with your belief system, like war and violence and crime and famine. It's just so far from your ideal of how we would treat each other that it's, it's, it's just difficult for you to even ingest. 
digest it. And, and so because of that, um, which is a normal part of evolution, when we can no longer really relate to the time-space reality that we have decided would be helpful in our evolution, that means we need to go someplace else and continue the process. So I don't know how many lifetimes you actually have, but it's going to be under five. So not too many more on Earth. Um, and, and then your guides keep talking to me about your intuition, that you're strongly intuitive. Uh, do you know that about yourself? Oh, I, I question and I wonder where, how to access it more, um, and I would like to. They tell me that and you sometimes, have... sometimes... Um, I'm sorry. sorry, go ahead. You go right ahead, Maya. Oh, um, I know you go ahead. <laughs> okay, well, what they tell me is that you have a strong gift of precognition, and that means you can see things into the future before they happen. Is that true? I've, I've experienced that before, yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a sense, I suppose. Um, and the, the, I'm also a songwriter, and the same sense sort of happens when I'm doing uh, writing a song. Sometimes it just, I kind of oh, see the whole nice. thing sort of rolls out. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they say you're, you are a strong, um, precognitive person, so you can see the future for yourself, and it could even be a decade ahead of time. Um, a lot of times people who have precognition like that, and of course it's great for songwriting, um, it's to prepare them for big changes in their life. And so uh, sometimes the art of precognition helps prepare the physical body for some potential stressors or anxiety because there's going to be some big changes that weren't on the game plan, so to speak, from that person's awareness. What they ask, what your guides say is, is for, since you have, your intuition is fine, by the way, and I know that it's an art and a talent to feel the connection that already exists. And for some people, it may feel stronger mm. than for others. They ask that you um, that you now ask the universe to bring in intuition for everyday events, not just those big events that are going to happen five to ten years from now so that you can be prepared. Uh, and so what you could actually say is, every day and in every way, may I have awareness of all my moments. How does that sound? Great. Thank you. Great. Oh, you're welcome. You're so welcome. Yeah, that sounds great. Perfect. Yeah, that just sounds beautiful. Um, It'll help you very, very much. You're going to just continue to move into having awareness daily. And and then when the precognition comes, um, of course, you know what that means, too. So congratulations on that. Okay. Thank you. Great. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Have a beautiful day in Indonesia. Thank you. All righty. Bye-bye. All right, Marie, do you want to take another call or do you want to take a quick break? Why don't we take a quick break and we'll come back. Sounds good. Thank you. Stay with us, everybody. We'll be right back with more of the Marie Manucherry Show here on Alternative Talk 1150. When you're faced with important decisions in your life, do you ever feel like you're groping for answers in the dark? In our relationships, our careers, our health, and even on our spiritual journey, we often feel like we're just making our best guess about what to do next. That's because our rational mind, the part of us that has to think through our decisions, can only see a tiny part of the big picture. But what if you could know more? Join Marie for her live six-week online event, Attuning to the Unseen World. You can register for this class at anytime. All sessions are available to download after they air. Register now at SoundsTrue.com. 
there's an exciting new astrology hour, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. with Deborah Silverman. Deborah's unique blend of psychology and astrology turns planetary language into plain English. Join us for an interactive hour that's guaranteed to give you personal insights in a fun and entertaining way. Tune in to Deborah Silverman Live. Whatever your life question, marriage, job, family, relocation, or just curiosity, call for a live reading Tuesdays at 5 p.m. And visit Deborah's website at DebraSilvermanAstrology.com. You are always supported. You are never alone. From before you were born and throughout your whole life, you are accompanied by your spirit guides. Making contact with your spirit guides is just the first step on an extraordinary path to discovery. To find out how to make contact with the forces that have always been watching over you, join Marie at her Spirit Guide Workshop, Saturday, October 13th at the Lake Union Courtyard. This interactive day-long workshop will help reveal how you can deepen your relationship with your guides and increase their role in your life. Register online at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. Become a Reiki master the weekend of October 5th through October 7th at the Redmond Town Center Marriott. This two-and-a-half-day transformative workshop is open to all levels of experience and will certify you in Reiki 1, 2, and 3. You will learn to move energy within the body by practicing on other workshop participants. Marie will be your instructor, guiding you with her own symbolic sight and providing constructive feedback. Take this opportunity to fulfill your dreams of becoming your very own certified Reiki master. You will receive attunements that allow you to practice Reiki at the master level and information on the laws that govern professional practice in Washington State. Enrollment is limited. Please call 425-825-5671 or visit Marie's website, energyintuitive.com, for more details. News, traffic, and weather? Now you can get your information fixed weekdays on Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. Welcome back to the Marine Menu Cherry Show. We're live here in Seattle, getting comfortable with the phones and the radio. We usually sit across from each other. I can look at Eric in his eyes and wave at Alyssa in the soundproof booth. Um, <laughs> it's easier to signal each other then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I'm in my office in Kirkland um, where I work on people sitting here um, talking via the phone. So we have people on the line. I also wanted to um, let people know that we're going to be making just a few changes the show in the future. Of course, I love to interview people, and we will continue to do that. In fact, next week, I'll be interviewing Donna Gates, author of The Body Ecology Diet, and her new book, The Baby Boomer's Diet. She's one of my favorites, so you don't want to miss that show. She's incredibly knowledgeable about nutrition. Uh, She's amazing. But we're going to have more Just Marie shows, too. Um, It's going to take us probably another month or so to get through all of our uh, guests that we have lined up already. But the plan will be that I'll be just Marie twice a month, and then we'll do interviews twice a month um, so that we can answer questions from all the beautiful people that call us from all around the world. And so I'm really looking forward to that. Speaking of which, who do we have on the line right now, Eric? Yeah, speaking of beautiful people from all over the world, let's talk to Maria calling from the great state of Hawaii. She's in Honolulu. Wonderful. Hi, Maria. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. Thanks for taking my call, Marie. I just love you. Oh, you're so sweet. And I just want
want to come visit you. You know, I mean, oh, you're in now. The, oh, my goodness gracious. And thank you. That is very kind. What can I do for you today? Um, I just have questions about, you know, like, can you just give me a general reading and also sure. um, about my children? Your children, yeah. Um, two children? Yes, very good. <laughs> thank you. Okay. Well, you have interesting energy. The first thing I hear from your spirit guides is that you're hard on yourself. Is that true? Um, I'm beginning to think so. I used to, I used to deny that. But after <laughs> listening to your show, I'm kind of like becoming more and more aware. <laughs> I love that. I, I love that, you know, that when we allow ourselves to be curious about things that we're hearing or reading, because uh, our spirit guides and the whole universe, our whole energy is really set for bringing whatever information comes to us in some sort of a highlighted way, you know, so mm-hmm. that as it comes in, we go, hmm, instead of pushing it away, which many of us do, we throw it as far away from our awareness as possible because we don't want to deal with it. Um, but, yes, they tell me that um, that you're hard on yourself, and so I'm sure that you're considering, if not using some of the tools that I suggest about self-love and self-appreciation. Right. And, and uh, Pardon? I have been using those. Great, great. And there's a whole lot of them in my first book, Intuitive Self-Healing. Um, there's tons of information, especially in Chapter 4, which is all about self-love. And, mm-hmm. and in fact, the story that I wrote about is about a man who lives in the Seattle area, a therapist, who was having a lot of digestive problems, undiagnosed digestive problems. And um, it was related to his thoughts of himself. And when I'm in your body, I'm in your digestive system. So do you have issues um, with your stomach? Mm, not, no, I don't think so. Well, well, I believe you, but here's what I'm saying. I think you have allergies even, because I'm, I'm looking at your beautiful face, and I can, and of course, you're not with me, you know. I'm temporarily in Hawaii, or you're here in Kirkland in my office sitting near <laughs> me, but I'm even, I'm seeing a little bit of dark underneath your eyes. Right. Um, yeah. Yes. I think you have allergies. And so even though you're not feeling intestinal problems, which is wonderful, yay, I think that you have food allergies. And so by the time the food gets to a place where we're having perhaps some obvious symptoms of allergies, which wouldn't necessarily be obvious to conventional medicine, but definitely would be to holistic medicine when we have dark circles underneath our eyes or some discoloration, it means that your intestinal tract is already affected. So I would seriously consider an elimination diet, although I already know what you need to eliminate, but, but that's a great way to understand how, what food works for you and which ones cause the most problems and how much of certain foods you can eat before you have a problem. So that, that's a fascinating way to look at uh, a way to create health. But I would encourage you to not eat wheat. Oh, okay. Oh, boy, you said that so fast. I mean, so you're okay with not eating wheat? Um. Well, it's easy for me to say now, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think you have a gluten allergy. Uh, I don't think that you have, um, I forget the name of the actual disease for gluten problems, Um, but but I do think you have a significant gluten allergy, actually. Celiac okay. disease, is that what you're Thank looking for? Thank you, Eric. You know, I was mental telepathically going, Eric, say the word. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, Thanks, so Eric. I don't think you have celiac disease, although it is in your family. There's someone in your family who has it. And so I think you have uh, even moderate sensitivities to wheat, not mild, because a lot of people in the world have mild sensitivities to wheat, because it's just in everything. You know, gluten is an additive 
It makes um, it's for on coating on potato chips. It's an oatmeal. It's a thickener, and so we have it in salad dressing and everything. And what happens after a while, if especially like in your case where I think you have moderate sensitivities to it, it becomes in an allergen, of course. And you're going to have a ton more energy once you, if you decide to, you get to do whatever you want. If you go off wheat, you're going to have a ton more energy. Oh, I want to try this. Good. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. And uh, and then you have one more question about guides, correct? Um, my children. Oh, your I... children, yeah. Okay, well, I'll do the children, and then we're getting close. I won't be able to probably go to the guides here. Um, but your kids are fine. The thing your kids tell me right away, it's like they're telling on you energetically through me, is that you worry too much about them. You're right. Yeah, and they're fine. They have a lovely home, a lovely environment. You send them to good schools, in my opinion. You are probably a picky parent like me who decides who their teachers are going to be or you watch their teachers like a hawk. Um, your kids are great. And so, oh, good. Thank you so much. You're I welcome. information about that. Yeah, I mean, that's my impression and, and what I think would be wonderful because they're like, God, she's worrying about us again. Um, what would be great is if you could feel that about your children. You know, if you can have a positive feeling that the kids are doing wonderful, that helps them to have even more pleasant experiences in their life. Oh, got it. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. Thank you so much. And have a gorgeous day in Honolulu. I wish oh, I was there with you. And thank you for your loving oh. thoughts. Yes, bless you. Thank <laughs> you, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, Marie, we've got just about two minutes. Two minutes. Yeah. Hmm. Well, okay, why don't we, well, okay, we'll try. We'll, okay, we'll do our best. let's very quickly talk to Molly in California. Okay. Hi, Molly. How are you? Good. Hi, Marie. I'm great. Good. Um, my question is about money. It's ah. just this, this disconnect. I feel like so much of my life vibrates at a high level, and that just kind of brings me down. <laughs> You're so cute. And, of course, I'd love to talk to you about this for an entire hour because I find it a fascinating subject in particular because I grew up very poor, so I know what it's like to have that feeling. Even people who have money sometimes have that feeling. Sure. So so what I'm going to recommend that you do before you open up a bill, before you look online at your bank statement, before you write a check or you take cash out of your wallet, you need to center yourself and shift your energy because your energy is sending out a vibration of lack and fear and anxiety, and then that returns more lack and fear and anxiety regarding money. So you need mm-hmm. to stop, center, think of something that makes you happy. Think of dolphins and whales and Honolulu or California is gorgeous. <laughs> but think, you know, really get your mind someplace else. Then look at your bank statement. Then take cash mm-hmm. out of your wallet. Then write a check, but not before. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Thank you so much. I'm sorry we're going to have to go. Okay. Because, but I'll Thank be in you so California. Really Hopefully I'll it. meet you in Mountain View at the East West Bookshop there. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. And, bye-bye. And thank you, everyone from around the world, for calling in, listening, participating, and taking interest in your own evolution and your own acceleration of consciousness. It touches my soul deeply. So thank you so much. And thank you, Eric, for keeping me on track and letting me know what's happening in the studio, even though I'm about 45 minutes away. <laughs> thank you, Marie. Have a great trip. Thank you, everybody. Joyful blessings. Until next week. Bye-bye.